You are listening to the Gear 30 Podcast, a community, you could even call it a support group, for people addicted to outdoor adventuring and all the gear that goes with it. There is no shame here. In spite of what your spouse or partner may say, we believe it's okay to own five tents, seven backpacks, and 18 jackets. Our slogan, inspired by the great explorer Sir Ranolf Fiennes, is, there is no such thing as bad weather, only inappropriate gear. So if you're an aspiring outdoor adventurer, a mountain guide, or anyone in between, you are in the right place. All right, welcome to the Gear 30 Podcast. Uh, my name is R. Brandon Long. We are missing our host-in-chief, Greg Reynolds. Seriously missing. No, I, we've text. He's he's missing. After this, we may File contact report. the authorities. Yeah, I'm not sure where he's at. But uh, anyway, he's not here, so I'm pulling hosting duties momentarily. Uh, again, we are a small shop, mountain equipment shop here in Ogden, Utah. You can find everything we talk about at gear30.com. Uh, we just like to give you a heads up on what's going on in and around uh, the industry, in our shop, and uh, to give you some trip ideas from time to time. So thanks for listening to the podcast. Uh, we have Greg Bean, Abigail Christ, two of the buyers from the shop with us here today, and we're getting new product into the shop. Summertime uh, product, it has been hit and miss because of the pandemic and manufacturing uh, has put us in some weird some weird spots. In fact, um, we had a giant order with Osprey. We got most of it, but then yesterday they just informed us, and it's been, when was about four weeks or something since we got the last part of the, our order? Yeah, we got the we got the first one like June 1st. I was going to say right around the beginning of the month. Yeah. Yeah. So now they have more packs ready for us, so we'll have some more Osprey packs coming in. Are these the kids, the kid carrying packs? Hopefully they have some on there. I, so. I haven't seen everything that's on the shipment, but they shorted us about 50 packs wow. the from our last one. So it should be a good variety. Good. Yeah, okay. I got it right here. Oh, you got it? Ooh. We've got some Aethers, 8565, Ariel, Talon, Tempest. Yeah, All right. some, some good packs. If you're looking for packs, come on down to the shop um, or look for them online, care3.com. We'll have some more fresh, fresh Fresh packs from Osprey. So fresh. So fresh, so clean. What else we got coming in this week? This week? Yeah. Um, depending on if it ships out. Well, yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's, that's true. Uh, big Agnes, Nemo coming in. Okay, this is a big Cascade. deal. All three of those are big deals because we've been short of tents. And so our best our best tent that we sell, uh, no offense to any of the other tents that we sell, but Hilleberg is sort of known as, as the best tent. Well, some one of the best tents in the industry. They and for durability and price and weight, or not price, durability and weight combination. There, uh, they're expensive. Nemo, MSR, and Big Agnes all make amazing tents, mm-hmm. amazing tents. But we haven't been able to. They've been shorting us on stuff because manufacturing. So hopefully, they're sending us some tents. So yeah. so <laughs> so has Hilleberg, just for the record. Oh, by the way, yeah. we can't get Hilleberg. Yes, yeah. like we can't even get them. So we're hoping we can get at least get uh, Nemo, MSR, and what's the other one? Big Agnes. Big Agnes is a yeah. huge. I'm a huge fan of their tents. That's what I use. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Word is that the the poles, tent poles, yeah. are the DAC. Yep. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. They're behind. So they got the material to make this so the tents made, but they can't ship them because there's no poles. Right. Oof. At, le- at least that's yep. the, the rumor. I think Hilleberg just shut everything down last year. So they are not anticipating having anything to ship out until spring of 22. And Hilleberg makes their own proprietary uh, fabric for their tents. Curlon mm-hmm. is what it's called. It's it's not a the other ripstop nylon that everyone's used to. It's, it's, it's a their own proprietary stuff so they probably have sheets and sheets and sheets of that but if you can't put poles you can't make poles what about that backpacking tent they came out with last year that takes zero poles right it's just the yeah anaris yeah the anaris i don't know how you say it anaris i think yeah i love i (laughs) I love watching the videos (laughs) yeah because they say it like yeah i wasn't even close Yeah. I probably I, should watch on, those videos. I have I, no idea. I don't remember what they had. They had some tents that were available, and that may have been one of them. But the freestanding tents that use trekking poles and stuff like that, I don't think they, I don't think they move quite as quickly. They don't. However, if we don't have any tents, yeah, people might buy tent, that one. Tents a tent, right? Tents a tent. <laughs> right now it is. Yeah. yeah. So you got to use your trekking pole. Yeah. Yeah, maybe they have the honor but that's good to know that we've got some of our, those are three main camping brands, uh, Nemo, Cascade has a little bit of everything too, so uh, with Thermarest pads and an M, M, M I was going to say MRS, <laughs> I'm mixing it up, MSR, M-M-S-R stove, are we getting more stoves in? Yeah. Yeah, okay, good. That's what we can't get that, we can't get in uh, SUPS though, NRS has no SUPS to sell us. Not till probably... End of the sub season. <laughs> yeah, they're they're like we'll have some late August, early September. Okay. Yeah. Cool. That's when we're trying to dump them. So we may find a um, another resource mm-hmm. for some subs to have in the shop. Maybe as early as today. So possibly on, yeah. on that bike ride I did last night, I rode around the backside of Pineview, and there were a lot of people supping out there. Yeah. There's a lot. I'm sure. Yeah. Kazi's been super busy lately. Yeah. Been there on like weekdays and weekends. I avoid weekends now because you just, just can't, can't find anywhere to park. Can't find anywhere. Yeah. No, it's rough. Huh. Yeah. Okay. So you mentioned Freefly too. Yes. What's coming in from Freefly? Uh, we have some sun shirts. <laughs> yeah. Bamboo. Only, only it's they just bamboo. shipped this pallets of bamboo yeah so <laughs> make your own shirts yeah <laughs> so if anybody listening Come to, to gear this, 30 if you need bamboo <laughs> if you've never experienced free fly or bamboo based fabric it's very soft oh it's so nice it's very comfortable so comfy are those shorts yeah. are those shorts free fly uh these are cool those are yeah. cool yeah yeah but we have shorts sun shirts they're super comfy depending on the shirt it's like a upf 20 or 50 for some of them super nice very comfy i wear mine for like four days in a row probably shouldn't but i do bamboo is doesn't bamboo sort of have a, a wool like property to it where it doesn't get as stinky as synthetics mm-hmm. yeah it's more comfortable to wear than merino to me i yeah. think it's, it's got a softer hand even yeah. even the best merino like next to skin to me you can still kind of tell it's a little bit I mean, good merino is good, but mm-hmm. the the bamboo stuff's very soft. Mm-hmm. It has a really nice hand to it. Yeah, it's got to be pretty similar to yeah. merino. 
I just, yeah, I was just thinking about the funk factor. Oh, yeah. It's pretty good. Free Fly is pretty good at not having that yeah. funk after a couple wears. Synthetic is I a have different a, story. But a drawer at home when I used to do a lot of races full of race shirts, like the synthetic short sleeve shirts they give you for running 5Ks and whatnot, marathons and stuff. Mm-hmm. And um, I thought, oh, yeah, well, I'll just wear these when I run. And now I, I wear cotton tees now. When you're all the time, yeah, mm-hmm. cotton tees, and then in the fits cold, I'll wear a merino base, like a merino's tee. Um, but Cocona from Rab, which is a co- coconut based, is good, mm. right? And then the bamboo stuff is is awesome too. Yeah, um, I just can't deal with the funk. I think I smell like death when I wear those <laughs> synthetics. It's so bad. Yeah, yeah, I'm they like, get bad pretty fast. Yeah. And I, it was crazy of how, how popular they were. And now that we learn more, this was probably in the you know early first half of the 2000s. So now that I think people are paying more attention to plastics and the mm-hmm. damage they do to the environment, looking at these more natural fabrics is a, is a good thing. Mm-hmm. Um, Kakona, bamboo, merino wool, all perform awesome. Yeah. You're just going to pay a little bit more for them than mm-hmm. the, than the, cheap synthetics yeah they're uh they're definitely better than the old cheap polyester moisture wicking shirts much better performance and mm-hmm. you can go on a mountain bike ride or a tour in the morning or go climbing or whatever on a hike and then you can go meet your friends at the bar and not like think they can smell death yeah <laughs> yeah yeah meet them for a cup of coffee afterwards and and not scare everybody away it's fantastic. That is better for everybody. Is, yeah. <laughs> we're just we're trying to help you out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, that's good. Um, summer's got off to a hot start here in Utah, Ogden, meaning the temperature. It's freaking hot. And I'm wondering if that has impacted people's hiking or, or backpacking in any in any way. If, there's, if they're going to get out there sooner because really you can't. Most people don't go backpacking until July, but yeah, Bryden already did the Highline Trail in the Uintas. Yeah, mm-hmm. and there was only one spot where he said he was sketched out because there was the trail was covered in snow. But like you can you can access those points now. Yeah. So I feel like if you live in the area, like you live in Utah, and you know what the weather's been like, it might stop you from going. But I do know some people that have like gone down to zion mm-hmm. the last couple of weeks when it's probably like 115 down there but they just you know made their their vacation out to zion and they're just hiking in the desert and dying a little bit but they go well, for it i can hike in the heat you have to you know have to do all the right things carry water and all that but what i can't hike in is thick smoke mm-hmm. and i think that's a real possibility for the latter half of this summer oh definitely man that's an interesting point yeah. yeah. Now, how mu- how much does it sit sort of in the winds or in the Uintas? I'm not so sure, but it does sit in our valley. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. So for day hikes, it just it's brutal. Yeah. So uh, well, three or four summers ago, my wife and I did a trip to Glacier. Uh, left our kids at home and just hiked around for a no, week. Fend for yourselves, children. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but there wasn't any fires nearby Glacier when we were there, but it was very smoky. Ugh. And uh, so, I mean, 
any any fires that crop up anywhere in the western U.S. will affect our air. Mm-hmm. And it looks like there might be a lot of fires all throughout the western U.S. this year. So I, I think uh, I think the, the second half of this summer could be could be pretty thick with smoke and make it make recreation a, a bit more challenging. Yeah. God bless the Fourth of July. Um, fireworks are awesome. I love them. I know Salt Lake down city. I don't know if it's Salt Lake County or Salt Lake City. Um, put a ban on them. Yeah. Ogden does not have a ban. I think North Ogden does. Yeah. Um, so be careful out there, please. Uh, for for the love of all things fireworks, we just don't want to. There's a lot of houses that are close to the the hills on the east bench. Definitely don't want that going up in flames totally uh one for the houses because that's that's you know but two like for air air and breathability and then three like the freaking animals of the forest and the forest itself like yeah let's just let's just use some caution well and we we live here and recreate here and burn scars are not great (laughs) so like yeah let's let's uh let's be careful with the fireworks and just keep ogden not on fire. <laughs> <laughs> Keep Ogden yeah. not on fire. Maybe. We'll be selling those t-shirts yeah. at the shop uh, next Keep time. Ogden. Yeah, not on fire. Not on fire. Uh, very good. Anything new? So you guys went down and saw the previews, I guess, for next year. Um, anything exciting? There's a lot of cool things that we were <laughs> like, "Ooh, that's so sick! That's so cool!" But just like new products coming out, um, a lot of companies are trying to go more sustainable routes for their manufacturing, which I like to look at. Like Mm. Big Agnes is using solution dyes, so their dyes are a little bit more earth friendly and a bunch of brands are trying to reduce their carbon footprint, which is super cool. Yeah, that's good. So that was more the story and less the innovation. So that that's been a trend in the outdoor industry for quite a while. Yeah. Um I think this year less like super crazy new innovative products have been out there. I think, you know, we can attribute that to COVID. Uh I think for me as a buyer what I geek out on is like the really cool gear that's at a good price. When I see something I'm like that's sweet and it's and it's priced well. Um and we, we've seen some of that. We found some gear mm-hmm. at, at when we went to WWSRA. Like we found some stuff that was really good quality stuff that was at a, a better price than what maybe you'd expect. I learned this morning that in 2020 there were a million new small businesses filed than normal than the average year. Wow. So, uh, because people are are home and they're like, I got an idea, you know, let's start a business. So I'm wondering in the next year or two, if we won't see some of those, that innovation come through in startups in the outdoor industry. Yeah, totally. Well, I, so the outdoor industry from year to year, like there's always a handful of new, like cool products, but mostly it's like small tweaks on really good, you know, Hilleberg doesn't really change their stuff. Right. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Western doesn't really change their stuff. Like it, it, you're right. It's small tweaks. Yeah. Yeah. And that, and that, that's what makes great gear too, is like you have it out there for a season, people use it, you figure out the little things and, and really get it dialed. And there's some products out there that are very dialed. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. consumerism. It's, it's the big, the big boys who um, need to need to come up with funky new things just to sell. 
right. just to have more stuff yeah. to sell. It's it's sort of frustrating in the industry. It's it's a it's hypocritical for sure. Um, it's like, hey, we're we're doing everything for the environment. Oh, also, and we have this cool new thing for no for absolutely no reason other than we just have to sell new stuff or more stuff, or whatever. It's so a, there's the that paradox. Yeah, yeah <laughs> there's that stuff because what yeah. do you what do you do? I mean, they're yeah, and they're brands we all know and love. I mean, even Patagonia falls into that. So, mm-hmm. um, but North Face and I mean these big these big brands, they're like, uh, I guess we'll make shoes now or something. Like they all they try new stuff all the time. Totally. Um, yeah, just to because they gotta. They got, they got to somewhere. They got to somewhere and think. That's how it works. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the smaller, like there's um, that backpack company who manufactures now in Ogden, Palante, yeah, Palante, yeah. Uh, for through hikers, mm-hmm. and um, you know he's basically uh, manufactured to order. So mm-hmm. however many he can kick out is however many however many they sell. I got a through hike in my sights, so I might be a purchaser soon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Some through hiking gear. Yeah, we don't sell them in the shop yet. Uh, it's just because it's a specialty item, and he's just not, he's, that's not his business model yet. But it'd be cool to have in the shop. Yeah, at some point. But, mm-hmm. Okay, well, that's a quick peek at what's coming into the shop here on the Gear Thirty Podcast. Again, we're missing our our host in chief, Greg Reynolds. We will file a missing persons report. I have no idea where he is because he texted. Didn't he text yesterday and said he could make it? He I did. swear he did. He did. Okay. All right. Yeah. I just wanted to make sure I wasn't missing that um you can find everything that we talk about and more at gear30.com shop gear t-h-i-r-t-y.com or just search gear 30 i found out that you know you can search at gear 30 you can search search gear 30 spelled out we're pretty we pretty much pop up at the top of your google search which is nice follow us on instagram gear underscore three zero abby you have to come up with a sign off so um we say Wait, do I have a sign off? I think you do. Yeah, because you were like grunting. Oh like, yeah, just, I, yeah. <laughs> my sign off is I just make right a, on. I make a noise. Just make a noise. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah, well, so, so we'll see you on the next podcast. Yeah. Make the noise. Make the noise. Whoop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, that was. I don't. I don't know what to say. Should I? Well, you didn't like plug our YouTube, so should I plug? Yeah, our plug YouTube. YouTube plug you. That's um, a good one. Yeah, that's right. Look up our YouTube. What is our YouTube? It's Gear Thirty. It's Gear Thirty. <laughs> Remember to like and subscribe to the to the YouTube. You did so good. Press that the before. bell for notifications. And that's my sign off. That was really good. Plug, plug in the YouTube. Whoop. Yep. <laughs> <Oop. laughs>